This is Edgar Wright's documentary about Sparks, about their extraordinary, you know, century straddling career, 25 albums, umpty thrumpty songs, and several film projects, some unrealized, some realized. And the, the documentary has an amazing array of interviewees. I mean, everyone from comedians to musicians, to fans, to, uh, to presenters. And one of the things that is, becomes clear very early on is that not only do all the people speaking in the documentary have all got been fascinated by sparks and there's a there's a line which is in the trailer which is that all music is basically rearranged sparks but also that everybody had the same thing about struggling to define what they are who they are where they are where do they come from you know this whole thing about who on earth are this band in fact there's a there's a thing which flea says again this is in the trailer says i saw them around all the time and the thing was who you know who on earth are they and i think that the genius of the documentary is that it manages to unpack and preserve the mystery at the same time but here is a clip of those voices struggling to describe who or what sparks are when i first discovered sparks i never thought of them as being american at all i thought of them just being as like sparks they're otherworldly i always thought sparks were a, a british band they're the best uh, british group ever to come out of america they are a total enigma to me they are a band who you can look up on wikipedia and know nothing who are these guys ron has a huge snow globe collection I'm like oh, really it's quite special and um odd if you try to describe them to people it's like what do they sound like sparks the work speaks for itself so i don't have to know them all pop music is rearranged vince clark and rearranged sparks that's the truth there we go that's the you know that's the great payoff line so here's the thing. I mean, I think both you and I really enjoyed the film and I think both you and I really enjoyed it having been people who watched Sparks doing this talent big enough for both of us, you know, on top of the pops back in the 1970s. And I mean, I do remember this really clearly watching it thinking, who, sorry, what? Who are they? Who's, I, you know, the lead singer? Is that a boy? Is that a girl? Are they singing in French? Because I can't understand the lyrics. The guy sitting behind the piano, behind the keyboard looks like Charlie Chaplin. The story that is told uh, in the documentary is it's a apocryphal story, I'm sure, but that John Lennon rang up Ringo Starr and said, turn on the television, Mark Boland is playing with Adolf Hitler. And the it's far too good a story, isn't it, really? <laughs> it's far too good a story. And the film is made by Edgar Wright, who is a very, very cinematic filmmaker, which sounds like, I know it sounds like a, a, a saying the same thing twice but the point is that Edgar Wright's films are very kinetic they've got a lot of energy they've got a lot of wit a lot of comedy in them and one of the things that they have is a a brilliant kind of pop music sensibility you think for example of the scene in Shaun of the Dead when they're throwing albums at the zombies you think of the the Queen song kicking in you think of Baby Driver and the way in which it uses you know bell bottoms you think of uh the way in which the band works all the way through Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I mean, this is where Edgar Wright lives. And the thing with Sparks is that, yes, they're a, they're a pop group or a rock group. I mean, they come from kind of art rock background. And then they have this kind of weird thing when that thing as Paul Morley says that, of course, Paul Morley, as always, brilliantly pithy, says they're the best British band ever to come out of America. So then they have that, and then they have the disco years, the Giorgio Moroder stuff, and then the later stuff, and then there's all the film projects, the fact that, you know, I mean, I always knew that they were in Roller Coaster, which is a terrible film, and I always wondered why Sparks are in there. 
But then there's this stuff about they were going to work with Jacques Tati on his film Confusion. There's the fact that the documentary leads up to the creation of Annette, which recently opened the Cannes Film Festival, which is the Sparks Brothers, you know, collaboration with, um, I know they're not called the Sparks Brothers, that's a joke because he says that because they hate that title so much, um, collaboration with uh, Leos Carrick, which opened the Cannes Film Festival. And when you have this much mythology, it's it takes a filmmaker like Edgar Wright to say, okay, we're going to go through everything. We're going to basically going to tell you everything in the same way that that Alex Winter film, Zappa did a brilliant job of leading, you know, leading me by the hand through Frank Zappa's career. But also I think what he does is he makes it, he makes a film of it. He makes an enjoyable, entertaining film. That's every bit as witty, every bit as cinematic, every bit as slightly bonkers as the band themselves. And he you mentioned this last time there's a thing at the end which is in case we've revealed too much here are some here are some things that may be true or may not be true because it wants to keep the mythology rolling and i love that quote about they're a band that you can look up on wikipedia and know absolutely nothing which is definitely true definitely true and i think that the real joy of this documentary which is two hours 20 something minutes long i mean it's pretty it's pretty is it it's exhaustively researched it's got great animations like for example that story about John Lennon ringing Ringo Starr is animated um, by the guy who did the animations for Edith Piaf said it better than me for the video for that from for 2017. And it has this kaleidoscopic array of voices. Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols, you know, Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols talking about sparks. Um, and I think, and this is the point where I think you and I will disagree. I think you could watch this knowing absolutely nothing about sparks and find it really entertaining. And the reason I think that is because on numerous occasions while watching the film, I thought this is a work of fiction. Even though I know that this is true and there are things in it that are mythological and things in it that are um, apocryphal, the whole thing seems to be like a grand work of fiction cooked up. And it wouldn't have surprised me at any point if, I mean, I remember feeling the same thing when I was watching uh, Searching for Sugar Man, which of course is based on a story, you know, absolutely true story, although the story was kind of contorted for the documentary because the disappearance wasn't quite the disappearance that the documentary had made out. But you could watch, if you'd never heard of Sparks, you could watch the Sparks Brothers and go, somebody has made this up because this is just too bonkers to actually be true. And that's what I loved about it. And that's why I think it's a film that anyone could enjoy. I think your opinion is that it's brilliant, but for Sparks fans. I think once it ticks past 90 minutes, it's probably for Sparks fans. I think I think everyone, it, it's an Edgar Wright movie, so it's going to be, you know, of course, it looks fantastic. Their music is wildly entertaining, and it is an intriguing story. I think with pretty much any, so if you're not fully invested, I think as we click past 90, um, it you have to be really you have to be really devoted to the tale as they go through all the, uh, the you know, I think every album gets gets a mention but you know so yeah I, you know so it's a it's a slight variation but i think i think two hours 20 is pushing it if you're not a fan that's all 